Okay, good morning everyone. Bruchem Abba, we continue in Mishnah Daf HaShavua, Simen Yud, Sif Tes. Yesterday, we had a good one. Yesterday, if you uh, didn't get a chance, we discussed undershirt tzitzis and other important subjects. Um, today, we, we learned Sif Tes. The corners need to be squared and not circular. Says the Mishnah Circle is not called a corner. That ain't a corner. Now, the, let's see the Bir Halacha Veloishiyu Agulais. What is considered circular? I mean, if you bring in a, a magnifying glass, you'll see that it's not really square, it's somewhat circular. And especially if we take a microscope, we'll see that it's not perfectly square. So at what point is it considered circular? It's not logic, it's not mistab, it's not reasonable that because it's not perfectly sharp, that it's potter from tzitzis. The corner of the tzitzis should not, ha- should not be more important and more strict than the square requirement. We know that the mizbeach being square and the corners being square is that if the corner gets a little niched, less than a tefach or less than kasher, it doesn't seem to matter whether the notch is in the corner or somewhere else. If it's less than a tafach or less than a kezayis, it's still considered square. So maybe the same thing by uh, tzitzis. If it's less than a tafach or less than a, a kezayis, because the thing is, the is much bigger. So that would not be a fair comparison. The Chafetz Chaim does not have a definitive approach over here. Now, what I'm thinking immediately is, well, well let's try to compare it to Tefillin. So later on, the Dirishu says, regarding Tefillin, that also have to be square. There the Mishnah says in Simen Lamites, Sivkatan Lamites, it's Pashut, Pegima Ketana Kedei Chagiras, there, just a nail's worth is not going to passel. Now, tzitzis is bigger than than tefillin, so it's mistaber that if if it looks square, it's a square. If it looks circular, it's a it's a circle. But the Chavos does not give a definitive definition. Sif yud, mitznefes petura, hats are potter. You know, that's a good thing, by the way, because imagine if you'd have to put tzitzis on your hat. Afilu shal arba, even of the western land, sheshnei roshem meshulacham akesveyam begufam. You know, you saw the the um, patriarch of the Russian Orthodox Church, 
filed an official peti- uh, petition against the Haredim yesterday in Jerusalem. But uh, his hat is what we're talking about. You know what's that guy's tachlis? That guy's tachlis is for this sif in Hilchos That guy came down to this world just so that we should have a picture of what we're talking about. Where sort of the the back ends, the the front ends are on his shoulders. So it's like a hat and a whole. It's a whole. It's a whole costume. The Even though his head. And the majority of him are covered. Putter, it's putter from tzitzis. Why? Because it's a hat. It's not a garment. Kivin she yikar lechasas harosh. The ikar purpose of that garment is to cover his head. The chsus chamerachman of loy chsus harosh. Your clothing. A hat is not clothing. Says the mishabura sivkaton lamedes kivin she yikara. Heichin loy metchila rak b'shvul kisirosh. It was prepared. It was created to cover the head. It was not created to cover the body, even though it covers his shoulders and the majority of the body. But it's a hat. You get it in the hat store. You don't get it in in the uh, garment store. V'loik susharosh. Ah, and not v'ksusharosh. Now, by the way, the Bir Alocha brings that from the Malbam that he disagrees with the Mishnah Bura, or at least with the Machaber that he says that if you cover your head and the majority of your body, you're chayven tzitzis. And he asks um, many questions on the Shulchan Aruch, and the Mishnah and the Bir Alacha says that in Kedai Lazos Mipsak HaMishnah and if you want to see further, you could see the Bir Halacha. But I want to discuss now the issue where the Mechaber is defining that tzitzis are only chayiv in a garment that covers the body, not something that covers the head. So now the question is the atara, the notorious atara. Can you have an atara on your talis? Are you allowed to? B'nai Yeshiva are makbid not to have an atara on the talis. We're talking about a silver atara. Why? Because if you can put an atara, you're indicating the ikar part of the talis is the kisei arosh. <laughs> And if you do so, then you're not Makai in the midst of tzitzis because the Iker is the Kisei HaGuf and not the Kisei HaRosh. So what you could do is you could tell your Shver, Shver, do me a favor. I want a silver atar on the top and I want a silver band going across the middle. So if you want to charge the Shver now with inflation and all the costs, it's going to cost you about $9,000 to uh, get a proper talis. You could do that. And then I would recommend you sell it and you invest it and you could probably live off the interest for some while. But that's the Shiloh. Can you have an Atara? So the Mishnah Buru says, I, people make an Atara on their talis. Not because it's primarily, its primary function is to cover the head. Only so that there is a, a Indian that you don't flip around the talis. That what remains on the top is always on the top. What's on the bottom should be on the bottom. That Rizal says such a Hanhago, we learn out from the Krushim of the Mishkan that the Krushim in the north should always be in the north. To flip it around. It's not the biggest deal in the world. Now the truth is every talus has an Atara. 
every single talus has like a silk piece on top. So that, the Mishabura, is not talking about silver. In the times of Mishabura, they couldn't afford a silver atara. That was like, you know, 10 years worth of salary. They're not, they're not spending that kind of money on an atara for a talus. But regarding an atara on the talus, the Dirshu brings down, to make a silver or gold atala, the Rach says, you shouldn't do it. It's not kedai. Because it looks like the Iker part of the talus is the Kisei Arosh, and it's not the Iker is the Chelek Shalaguf. Rav Moshe says that from the Achroinim, it's Muchach, that you're allowed to make an Atara of gold or silver. And according to the reasoning of the Mishabura, to you want to know what's, uh, which part should remain on the top, it's Mistaber, there's no major Chelek between a silk atara or a gold atara or a silver atara so you could follow your particular custom. But that's the uh, potential issue with making an atara. Okay, Rabbi Sarah, we're going to hold it over here for today. We'll pick it up tomorrow in Sif Yoralef. Wishing everybody a wonderful day. Bracha v'atzlacha. Chal tov. Uh,